Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so glad that we can come into the Word of God together, and we're gonna focus on the Word of God. The Bible promises us that when we obey His Word and His voice, we shall be blessed and shall be successful. Therefore, I would like to encourage all of you to really take serious about the Word of God. In fact, in the past few months, God spoke to me again and again. I just want to remind you again because some of you may not have listened to this sharing. God. Prophetically spoke to me so many times, in the morning or during the day, he said to me like this: "You remember when you were in training in a hospital in Bangkok to be a neurosurgeon? You read the textbook, you shadow your professor who was a great neurosurgeon, and you learn from the textbook and you learn from him how to perform brain surgery." Spine surgery. You watch. You listened to the correction and advice of your professor and your teachers in the medical school, so that you will not make mistake. You will not kill your patient, and you will have good result and outcome in your neurosurgery treatment. God spoke to me, and then God remind me when I moved to America in 1985, I need to get the driver license. Therefore, I bought. The driver license book and read in detail, so that I can pass the test. And thank God, I passed the test. But after that, I realized that oh, the American government produced this textbook about how to drive in America, so that I would not get into the accident. I would not kill anybody. I would not kill myself because I drive the car in a wrong way. Oh, it's good for me to understand. And A few days ago, God spoke to me that you are the daddy. You talk to your children. You taught them how to live. They go to bed on time. They go to school. They need to be a good citizen and grow up to be a good man and good woman. Why? Because you care for them and you want them to be successful. When God spoke to me all these things, now I understand our heavenly Father want us. To be successful, want us to avoid death and destruction and perishing situation. He want us to be fruitful, blessed, and successful. That's why he gave us the textbook. He wrote that textbook through his servant called the Bible. Therefore, as believers who love ourselves, love. Brother and sister, love other people and love God. We need to take serious about knowing the Bible, and not only knowing the Bible, we need to practice what the Bible say, and we shall be blessed, prosperous, and successful. Not only that, God put us in a good church so that we can shadow our mentor, our pastor, leaders who have gone through life before us, and they understand about how to walk with God longer and. Greater than us, so that we will not have to make mistake and learn from mistake again and again. We can learn 
from our spiritual parents and spiritual mentors. God knows what is best for our life. In this teaching, it's a new series called "More Than Conquerors." Actually, it comes from the Bible. "More Than Conquerors." We want to learn how to fight the spiritual warfare. If you know me long enough, you will notice that I'm a very serious pastor about teaching the Word of God without compromise. The reason I'm serious because I have seen people die in front of me. I have seen people suffer from sickness and disease, brain cancer, bad spinal diseases, crooked spine, problem, and they lose their house because they cannot work. They get into divorce. They get into financial problem. I've seen all this thing. The devil comes to kill, to steal, and to destroy. Our life on earth is full of tests and trials and spiritual warfare. Therefore, it's good that you learn how to fight the spiritual warfare, and you can be more than conquerors. I teach this out of love because I want you to be warriors of God, who know how to fight the warfare. This is the reason why sometimes I love to watch the kung fu movie because I have the warrior mentality inside me. I want to fight against the darkness and evil thing, and bring light and heaven into people's life, so that they won't have to face death, destruction, and curses in their life. As a pastor and a shepherd of the flock, I care for my sheep, and I just want to make sure my sheep is strong and successful, and always have victory and. The members of the church and those who follow this ministry shall be more than conquerors. My dear brother and sister, last time in the last lesson, lesson one, this is lesson two of more than conquerors. We learn that God allow us to go through trials and tests and face temptation because He want to see what is in our heart and He want us to pass the test so that we will be more mature. And stronger, and become more like Jesus Christ. We learned last time that we have three main enemies on earth here. The first enemy that I talked about last time, and I will continue today, is Satan, fallen angels, and evil spirits. The second enemy is our own sinful nature. As long as we live in this body, in this planet Earth. We're gonna have to fight against our sinful nature all the days of our life. We have to recognize what is godly or righteous and holy, and what is of the sinful nature, so that we can discern and say no, and we die to the sinful nature. The third one is the world system. The world system is controlled by our enemy, Satan, and the sinful nature, but it come out as a system of the world. If you travel to many nations and get involved in many ethnic groups and nationalities, you can find that each group has its own worldly system in there. The way they think. For example, I came from Thailand, and the world system in Thailand is that: Wow, if you're rich, you have a big house, you have a nice car, you have certain last name. Wow! People respect you. People bow to you because you have a rich. You have a high position in the society, and you have a special last name that come from a famous family, or maybe because you are a movie star. So people really respect and lift up 
those who are rich and high position. But in the Bible, the Bible system is different. The Bible say God honor those who are servant, those who are humble. So after I become a Christian, the worldly mindset come out of me. Now I love even the younger people, the poor people, people who lack education. I don't look at their house anymore. I don't look at how much they have in the bank account. You see the world system. We're going to talk in detail about that in other sermons. But today I would like to talk about Satan again. Satan is a fallen angel. He fell off heaven because of his pride, and he wanted to become more like God. He wanted to sit on the throne like God. Before I go on to talk about him. I know that some of you grew up in the Western country, and you live in America. You grew up in America, so you may not see and experience the spiritual world like people like me who grew up in Thailand. In Thailand, most Thai people are Buddhist. I was a Buddhist before. A Buddhist just. Taught us about philosophy, how to live, like deny yourself and uh, set yourself out of the society. Try to save yourself to go to uh, whatever heaven or to be disappearing from the whole universe, because we don't want to be reborn again and again. But at the same time, Thai people like me, we know that we are facing problem on Earth: poverty, sickness, accident. And all kinds of problems. Therefore, we are seeking supernatural help. Therefore, in Thailand, we also have a situation or the belief called in English animism. Animism means that it's not about religion, but we believe in supernatural power. We believe that there are spirits there who can perform miracle. When I was growing up as a young man. In that generation, in the 70, at that time, 60, 70, there were a lot of gangster on the street. If you watch the movie in the old time, in the 70, 60, you saw the gangster on the street at that time, like Saturday Night Fever. You saw that kind of movie. That is a 60, 70 time. So because of that, I was afraid that I would be killed on the street. What did I do? I know that Buddha cannot help me because it's just a philosophy. Therefore, I began to practice animism in order to seek power. But because I was not a believer, I did not know that that power did not come from God, but that power come from Satan. So Satan put false religions, false things in the world. Demons work on earth through the idols. I went to a place where they put spell on my back. They draw the picture of monkey. Elephant, and draw the picture of tiger, and draw on my back. I have scratch on my back like that. We put a spell, and after that, demon come on me. I jump high toward the ceiling supernaturally, and they put the knife, they pull the big knife out and hit my back, and there was no cut on my back, no cut at all. I was sitting on the chair with long nails, and the head of that. House came on my lap and jumped on me to prove that the nail could not go through my butt and my thighs. To prove that I have supernatural power to protect myself from 
the gunshot or from bullet or from knife when I face the bad guy on the street. And not only that, I was able to call in evil spirit and I walked throughout my house without opening my eyes and I did not hit anything. There's so much supernatural power in Thailand at that time because Thai people play with supernatural demonic activities. And I went through that. Thank God, after I became a Christian, one day in 1997, the fire of God cast thousands of demons out of me in a meeting. Thank God. So as a Thai man who was a Buddhist and I was not growing in a Christian home, I knew and I knew from young age that there are evil spirits. There is also spiritual world and Satan is so real. If you don't recognize that Satan is real, he was left on you right and left because you don't know that the enemy tried to destroy you. Therefore, we need to recognize our enemy. We don't worship them. We don't magnify them, but we need to know them. First Peter chapter 5, verse 8, the Bible say, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a rolling lion, seeking whom he may devour. The devil worked over time to find people who are weak, who are ignorant, who commit sin, who doesn't want to obey God, who don't know God, and he will look for these people and he comes to kill, to steal, and to destroy. But Jesus came in order to give a super abundant life. Therefore, as Christians, we need to understand that the devil is out there and he sent fallen angels to control the cities and the nations and the evil spirits are on earth here. They are spirit. They are like the wind. They move around. They enter into animals. They enter into human beings. They can really attack your mind. They can oppress you, give you sickness and disease. They are killers, destroyers, and robbers. So we need to recognize that we are facing the unseen enemy. In the last sermon, I mentioned that the devil is a tempter. In Matthew chapter 4, verse 3, now when the tempter came to him, he said, if you are the son of God, command that these stones become bread. The devil would tempt us to sin against God. He played with our flesh. He played with our sinful nature, the desire, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. This is the reason why I tell you the truth. I really sold out for the touch of the Holy Spirit. I really want to yield to the Holy Spirit. I want the Holy Spirit to fill me, burn the sinful nature and evil spirit or demons out of me because I don't want to be defeated. I don't want to be killed by Satan. I'm really serious about this. I want the fire of God to really give me holiness, righteousness, the heart of loving Jesus so much, the heart that really devote to Jesus, love Jesus, so that when the devil try to tempt me, talk to me, and try to lure me to get the bait in his trap, I will say, no way. I have the supernatural power 
and grace and strength to say no to the devil when he tried to tell me to sin against God or to please my flesh or to do something wrong against the Bible. And this is the reason why also why I work so hard to produce hundreds and thousands of teaching, Bible teaching, not just to decorate your brain with hate knowledge, but I produce it so that you know what is right, what is wrong, what is righteousness, what is unrighteousness, what is sin, and what is good in the eyes of God. Because when you know, you can differentiate, you can discern that, okay, this voice is not right because it's against the Bible. It's against the Word of God. So no way, get out of here. I'm not going to yield to you. We need both the Spirit to give us grace, to clean us, to purify us, to sanctify us, and to empower us and give us grace so that we can have power to say no to temptation. And also we need the Word because the Bible says that God's people are destroyed due to the lack of knowledge. I keep counseling too many people in life in the past 30 plus years because I've been a pastor for a long time. And every time I give counseling to people, I come to the conclusion that the reason they have so many problems in marriage, in finances, in whatever, the main reason because they lack the biblical knowledge. They don't know the word. And two, even though they know the word, but they are rebellious and they don't want to follow the word. That's why when they keep on doing the wrong thing, against the Bible, against the truth of God, they eventually get into big trouble. Therefore, please take serious about being filled with the Holy Spirit. Cleansed by the fire on a regular basis. Make sure God cleanse you from wrong attitude inside here, wrong motive, some bad behavior, bad practice, and let the Word of God purify you. The Bible says in the book of Ephesians chapter 5, God sent His Word to cleanse His church, to cleanse His bride. We need the Word of God. Number two, we learned last time that Satan is not only the tempter, he's also the accuser. What is an accuser? An accuser is a person who claims that someone has committed an offense or illegal thing or done something wrong, has done something wrong, accused even though you didn't do anything wrong or you have already repented. Sometimes you don't do anything wrong, but the devil will accuse you. Oh, oh, you speak English with bad accent. No one can accept you. I remember when I started a church, a lot of people came to me and say, you spoke English in a wrong way. You used wrong terminology. You're not a good pastor. They accused me. Yes, I did something wrong, but God forgive me and I try to improve. No one is perfect. We all make mistakes in different ways. But after we repent, after we try to improve, God forget our mistake and we keep moving on. But the devil will keep reminding us and he will keep accusing us so that we will feel bad. We will feel condemned and we don't want to serve God. And we want to give up. Revelation chapter 12, verse 10 said, Then I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God, the power of His Christ have come. For the accuser, the devil, of our brethren who accused them before our God day and night has been cast down. One day the devil is going to be cast down into the eternal lake of fire. I don't want to be there. That's why I really want people to be saved, and I really care about your children. Please make sure that you talk to your children, 
to know God, to believe in Jesus, and to go to church with you. I don't want even one of our children to miss heaven and will be with the devil in the eternal lake of fire for eternity. This is serious. I, I consider eternal heaven and eternal hell serious issue, serious subject to me because once you get there, no way out. The devil will try to accuse us. Don't let the devil use your mouth to be an accuser either. Accusing your brothers, your wife, your husband, your kids, your employers, employees. Only be encourager. Use your mouth to build faith, build people's life. Dead alive is in the power of the tongue. So make sure you use your mouth to encourage, to build people up, not to accuse people. And when somebody accuses you, you just ignore it. You just say, hey, I repent. The blood of Jesus cleanses me. I am a righteous person. I'm a saint of God. God loved me. I'm going to move on. I'm going to forget the past. The wrong thing I did in the past is over. I have the future. God has a destination for me. So I will not live in the past. I will not live in accusation. Number three, not only he is the tempter, he is the accuser. Number three, the devil is the deceiver. What is the deceiver? A deceiver is a person who causes someone to believe something that is not true. Typically, in order to gain some personal advantage. Revelation chapter 12, verse 9. So the great dragon was cast out, the serpent of all, the serpent of all, the devil, called the devil and Satan, who deceives, who deceives the whole world. <laughs> he deceived not only Americans, he deceived Thai, Vietnamese, Indonesian, African, he deceived Mexican. He deceived the whole world. He was cast to the earth and his angels, the fallen angels, were cast out with him. The book of Revelation talks about the devil clearly here. He is a deceiver. He doesn't want us to know the truth because he knows that the truth will set us free. And he is an expert in twisting the truth Maybe one degree, two degrees, five degrees, 180 degrees. So you have to be careful that he will teach you something, talk to you something through the book, to the movie, to the social media, Instagram, Facebook, through books and through your friends, to your boss, through the unbelieving loved ones to tell you something totally wrong and opposite to the way of God. Because of that, you are deceived. And when you're deceived, you don't walk in the truth, you walk in the lies, you walk in the wrong way, you're going to get into trouble eventually. Nowadays, there are so many scams on the internet. Phone call to you. People can come to your email. They are deceivers. They want to get money from you. They want to take advantage out of you. You have to be very careful. That's why we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit and be led by the Spirit. So, we can discern the scam. We can discern that these people are sincere and they are sent by God to you or they're sent by the devil to deceive you. The deception can be a little bit not 
180 degree not totally lie but it can be one degree i promise god i promise god god you appoint me you anoint me to be the pastor and teachers of your flock i promise you lord that my teaching gonna be exactly following the bible i will look at the context of the whole bible not just pull out one verse To say something to please my flesh or to make me popular or accepted by man, I can speak the truth. I tell you the truth. I'm really take serious about the pulpit, about teaching. I don't want to say anything wrong. I don't want to come up with my own idea, my own doctrine. And when God correct me that I'm wrong, I repent right away. God, I'm sorry. Actually, many years ago, I have a wrong thoughts about the Bible. Uh, let me share with you quickly. It's a deception. At that time, I was involved in the apostolic movement, and in that movement, I was taught that the apostle owned the church. He is the owner of the church, so everything he does, the apostle does. Everyone have to follow. But one day, the fire of God hit me. I fell on the power. To the ground, and the Holy Spirit spoke to me and corrected me. He said that, "Son, the church belongs to Jesus, not to the apostle. The apostle is just like a grandfather, try to be example, to teach, to guide, to lay down foundation, to help my people to meet me, to meet Jesus, not to himself." Oh, I tell you, God corrected my doctrine at that time. I repented. You know, deception can happen in denominations. I remember when I first got into the fire of God. Oh, I was in a denomination that was against laughter, falling down, casting out demon. They don't believe that Christian have demon anymore. False doctrine, false teaching, deception. So when you believe that Christian have no demon. You don't cast demon out, demon all over the place in the church. That's why a lot of adultery and cheating money in the church because of deception. Deception can happen in a little bit here and there. I'm a very sensitive man in the spirit. When I read any Christian book, I tell you, if any sentence come up and I can send from the Holy Spirit and check with the Word of God, that sentence of that teacher is wrong. I reject it right away. And I'm very careful with that book from that time on. You have to be careful. You cannot believe in every book you read. You cannot believe in every word that come out from the preacher, and from the even famous anointed wave hand. And people fall down. You cannot believe in everything people say. You need to check everything with the Word of God. You have to check with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the greatest teacher. I myself, I promise God. God. Help me that I will not say anything wrong from my mouth when I preach the word of God. I want to be exactly the truth. Jesus said, "The truth will set you free." So you need to know the truth. So as a church, in order to fight against deception, we need to produce, keep producing, teaching, making disciple. The church need to make disciple, make sure that people know the word, strong in the word, know the truth. And the pastor themselves, the leaders of the church and elders, need to live according to the truth to be example, so that we'll not allow the evil spirit of deception to come into the church. We have to be careful. This is spiritual warfare. 
the pastor like me and all the elders and care group leaders in the church must be gatekeepers. We need to shut the door on deception. We will not allow them to come in. We need to be faithful to the word. I don't want to even miss one degree, two degree. Can you imagine? You go this way, the truth. Eventually, you get to your destiny and you get to heaven with a lot of rewards. But if you miss one degree, you can go somewhere else and you can get into trouble. Nowadays, when you listen to sermon, nowadays is the day of media, YouTube, social media everywhere. You can click on any picture on earth here. You can listen. Be careful. Don't believe in everything. You have to pray and ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you what that preacher say is right or not. You need to be careful. Check with the Bible. I give you an example. Many years ago, I faced a situation that people start to come against my ministry because I say that you need to repent and you need to be filled with the Holy Spirit and you need to be on fire for God. You need to be disciple. And that group of people come against me. They say, no, 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 no. We live in the grace of God now. We don't need to serve God anymore. We don't need to give tithe. We don't need to repent anymore. It's over. We are in the grace of God. I did not agree. I rejected that theology. And now when I read the Bible more and more, wow, everywhere in the Bible say that we need to repent. We need to shape up our life. We need to clothe ourselves with Jesus. We need to live holy life. Everywhere I say, where that doctrine come from? It's so against the Bible. I just follow the Bible. I don't want to follow the man who taught that there is no repentance anymore. You can see that it's important to stick with the truth and be in the right church. Follow the man of God who fear God. I'm a man too. I fear God. I don't want to compromise the Bible because I don't want the devil to have a foothold in my life. Step into my life. Step into New Hope International Church and the churches that I am the spiritual father, that there can, the evil spirit cannot deceive God's people. So the devil is the deceiver. Number four, number one, he's a tempter. Number two, he is the accuser. Number three, he is the deceiver. Number four, he is the murderer. He loved to kill and destroy peoples. John chapter 8, verse 44. You are of your father, the devil. Jesus was talking to the religious people. You need to understand in that generation, the religious people who took care of the temple. They know the law of Moses very well. They claim to love God. They try to follow the law of God. But they were against Jesus. They hated Jesus because Jesus claimed to be the son of God. And Jesus did a lot of good works. He healed the sick. He healed the blind. He healed the deaf. He raised the dead. But they were still hating him. So in fact, the devil worked with them the religious leader in Jesus' time. They actually worship the devil unknowingly. The father of their life is not God, but the devil. You are of the father, your father, the devil, and the desires of your father you want to do. He was a murderer. From the beginning, the devil tried to kill the relationship of Adam and Eve and also people in many generations later on and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources. For he is a liar and the father 
of it. We can see here the devil is the murderer. He loves to kill. He is so cunning. He wants to murder your finances, financial situation. He wants to murder your marriage. He wants to murder your business. He wants to kill your ministry. He's a killer. He uses all kind of technique. And if you don't recognize his scheme, his plan, you can be destroyed. And it's gonna take a long time to recover. You need to be very careful. You need to discern what's going on around you. You need to be awake, vigilant all the time. If we are sleeping Christian, I'm talking about spiritual sleeping, we can be destroyed easily because we don't know what's going on. We need to be awake, alert all the time. This is the reason why I believe that we should go to church every Sunday. This is the reason why I encourage you to go to care group every week. Because if you don't get involved in fellowship, to be in worship, to be in the Word of God, and to be around godly people, your spiritual life can be in the sleep mode. And the devil see it. He will come to try to murder you. He will do everything to kill, to steal, and to destroy it. You have to be very careful how to live. You need to take care of the body. This is a temple of the Holy Spirit. Actually, I just went to see my family doctor a few days ago. And she wrote to me in a message, Hey, Dr. Lau, I recommend you decrease taking, eating too much starch and sugar and start to exercise because you A1C a little bit higher now. A1C is a number in your blood to show that you can have diabetes. So after I got the message, I start to exercise. I start to cut down the bread. I start to cut down the ice cream <laughs> and dessert and all this. I try to be careful because I don't want the devil to murder me because I don't take care of the temple of the Holy Spirit. I want to encourage you. The truth of God in the Bible is like the medicine, is the protection. We need to follow the Bible so that the devil cannot kill us. We follow the scriptures. We can live a long life. You remember Psalm chapter 91? The whole chapter talks about God's protection. And when we have faith in God, we declare the protection of God. We repent of our sin and follow His ways. The Bible says that we will live a long life and we shall enjoy our salvation. We will not die too soon. We will not be attacked by sickness and the diseases. I faithfully tithe to the church. I gave 10% of my income to God regularly because I don't want the devourer. The Bible warns us 10% belong to God. If I keep the 10%, I rob God. Wow, this is a serious sin. Robbing God is worse than stealing money from the pocket of your dad or your mom because God created you and he died for you. So I don't want to be killed by the devourer. I give 10%. I obey the Bible. I forgive people because I know when I don't forgive, the torture will come and attack me with sickness and disease. I told you the story a long time ago. When I first moved to the U.S. to Seattle, a lady got attacked by 
serious cancer, terminal stage cancer. She went to many evangelists to pray for, and she did not get healed until one day her Christian friend asked her the question, did you get mad at your ex-husband? Did you get mad at God? Because your husband walked away with another woman. She said, yes, I did not forgive God and forgive my husband, ex-husband. She decided to forgive that day. The cancer was gone. God healed her. God could not heal her because she did not forgive. So forgiveness is very important. If you don't want the devil to kill, to murder you, you make sure you don't cheat tithe. Make sure you are not living in sin all the time. You're not prideful and rebellious. You forgive people. You serve God. You live for the kingdom of God so that the devil cannot kill you. You will not die early. You will live a long life to at least 120 years. And not only do you get old, but you will be strong. Your memory, your mind, your eyesight still strong. God gives you life and the devil cannot murder your eyesight, murder your money, your marriage. If you want your marriage to be successful and your kids to grow up good, you need to make sure you follow the Bible and be a spirit-led Christian. Walk in the spirit because if you walk in the flesh and you follow the way of the devil, your marriage will be murdered. I live in this world long enough to see that. A lot of adults who grew up in a broken home, the parents divorced, broke up, or the parents commit adultery or dumped out of the family, I noticed that those adults grew up with a lot of problems because their hearts were broken when they were young, that they didn't see their parents love one another. So that is a murderer. Think of the devil. The devil wants to murder the marriage so that the kids in the next generation will suffer. Please, make decision. Die to yourself. Do the right thing for your own victory and for the victory of the next generation to come. Please don't cheat God. Please forgive people. Please don't open the door for the devil to come in to murder you and kill you and destroy you. He is serious. He wants to murder. So we have to be serious too. We need to be spiritual martial art person. Get out of here. The word of God. The power of the Holy Spirit. Get out of here. Cast them out. We need to be serious about saying no to the devil and doing the right thing, even though it's not easy to do the right thing. But when we do the right thing, we have life. When we obey the word, we follow the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, the Spirit of God gives life. The word that I tell you is spirit and life. When you follow God's word and you follow the Holy Spirit, you have life. You will not die. Death is not of God. The Bible says, when you sow in the flesh, you sow in pride, in cheating, lying, doing wrong thing, you reap destruction and death. But when you sow in the Spirit, you reap life and peace. It's your choice. I choose to sow in the Spirit and follow the Word of God. Number five, there are altogether 15 things in the Bible where the Bible talks about the devil. So I go to the next one. Who is the devil? He is a tempter. 
He is a accuser. He is a deceiver. He is a murderer. He is a bad guy. Not only that, number five, he is the liar. John chapter 8, verse 44, I read one more time. You are of your father, the devil, and the desires of your father you want to do. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth. One way that the devil kills people is to lie to them, is to give deception a lie. Because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources. For he is a liar and the father of it. The devil is a liar. He loves to lie. Please, don't listen to his lie. Please be careful. This is why the book of Philippians chapter 4 say, Meditate on this thing. Meditate on what is honorable. The truth. The noble thing. The good thing. The devil work on your mind. He will speak to you. He lies. He speaks to you. He lies through internet, to some clip in the YouTube, in the Instagram. You have to be careful. You need to know the word. You need to make sure you pray to God that God, this is a lie or not. He's so cunning. And sometimes you cannot detect the lies. Sometimes, I give you example. This is a simple thing about lying. Maybe I walk by you and in the church on Sunday. But because I was so busy with meditating and talking to God, what I'm going to preach today, and I was focusing on how I'm going to minister today, I walked by you and I did not smile at you because I was so focusing on God. Because Sunday for me is a big time to minister. And when I walk by you and I don't smile at you and you hear the lie of the enemy, Pastor Lau does not love me. <laughs> Don't listen to the lies of the enemy. The devil is a father of lies. Don't entertain negative thoughts, destructive thoughts, anything that destroys your relationship, your marriage, your life. He lies to you. Hey, if you invest in that, you're going to be... Rich very quickly. But the Bible says, don't be quick rich. Be careful. He used all kinds of technique. Bring all kinds of lie to you. You have to be very careful. This is why, again and again, why I work so hard to produce teaching in the media, social media and YouTube and MP3. Because I don't want you to be destroyed by the lies of the enemy. The more you know the truth, the truth is in the Bible and from the Holy Spirit, the more difficult that the devil can lie to you because you can differentiate, you can discern. This is a lie. Hey, the pastor doesn't love me. If you listen to the Holy Spirit, he will say, no, he loved you. That's why he produced teaching and he come to church to meet you. So don't listen to the lie. Be careful. Anything that is of Death, destruction, hatred, anything that will entertain the sinful nature, jealousy, the world system, the division, the fight, whatever that come along with sin, hatred or pride or greed, anything is wrong that come to you in your mind. 
those thoughts, those voices are lies of the enemy, because the Holy Spirit will speak to you only truth, love, kindness, mercy, unity, forgiveness. The voice of the Spirit will follow the character or the fruit of the Spirit, the character of Jesus. The voice of the Holy Spirit will only build up, make you love one another, forgive one another, build the kingdom of God, glorify God. The voice of the devil is negative, lies to make you hate your friend, to make you feel negative about your pastor, to make you feel like I want to quit, I want to give up. Don't entertain negative things. They are lies of the enemy. You need to practice Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. Open the Bible and read yourself. I don't have it here. Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. Meditate on the right thing. Don't entertain the lies and the deception of the enemy. So I believe that this truth that you learned today, the devil is a tempter. The devil is an accuser. The devil is a deceiver. The devil is a murderer. The devil is a liar. Help you to discern more. Next time, in the next session, we'll learn more. What the devil is doing on earth here. We're going to learn more. There are altogether 15 things that the devil is doing on earth. And it's good to know. It's like medicine too. I cannot treat my patient if I don't know what is behind the symptoms of my patient. Why my patient have headache. Why my patient have buttock pain and shoot down. Why my patient cannot swallow very well. I need to know the cause, the enemy against the physical body of my patient. I need to find out what is going on so that I can hit and correct the right problem and resolve it as soon as possible. At the same time, as in the medical field, when we learn medicine and science, we try to find the reason of sickness so that we can tell our patient, don't do that. Make sure you take care of that so that you can protect yourself from being sick and getting into trouble because you know the causes of the disease. Both protection and to fight and live a long life and have victory in life. As Christians, we need to know the scheme, the traps, and the ways of our enemy. Oh, we're going to learn a lot in this series. More than conquerors. It's good to know. And one day you're going to thank God that your pastor taught you this lesson because somebody else gets into trouble, but you're still okay because you know how to resist the enemy and how to fight against the destruction that comes against your life. Okay? Thank you so much. We learn more in the next time in this series. It's going to be a big series. You're going to learn about the work of the enemy, how to have victorious life, how to fight against the enemy. So many things in the Bible. It's going to be fun. I love it. I want to teach you and help you to grow. Thank you so much. Let us pray together that we will be very uh, vigilant and we will have the spiritual sensitivity to discern the work of the enemy. Again, Satan is very cunning. He 
comes to you, roaring. He come like this, and you may not see him because he crawl under the grass, and you don't see. But suddenly he jump on you. He did not walk to you that you can see right away. So you have to be alert all the time, pray all the time, be in the word all the time. Don't spend time with stupid things in this world. Being in the word, pray, go to church, be in the presence of God, worship God, receive the fire of God on a regular basis, and always be spiritual and ready anytime, so that you will not get into trouble. Father, I pray, O oh Lord. That you will train your people in this generation and the generation to come, our children and grandchildren, to be spiritual warriors, to be sensitive to your voice, to love the word, to pay attention to your word, to learn your word and practice your word. We will fear you. We will be humble toward you. We will hate sin and love righteousness. We want to live for the kingdom. We want to, Lord, seek your help, depend on you, trust you, Lord. We believe you can make us run through the truth. You can, Lord, make us leap over the wall of the enemy. You can give us power when we walk through fire. We will not be burned or blazed. When we walk through the water, we will not be drowned. We will not be destroyed, Lord. Lord, the plan of the enemy. Must be defeated, and we believe, Lord, as we walk with you, we can have victory all the days of our life, and we can get to the finish line, Father, with joy. Thank you, Lord. Help my brother and sister that no one gonna fall, no one gonna, Lord, miss heaven and miss the reward in heaven. We all gonna reach the finish line together, Lord, with victory. Give them more faith and understanding. And help them, indeed, Lord, to have the spiritual discernment, very sharp spiritual eyes and spiritual ears, and the faith. And they shall repent quickly when you warn them, when you try to correct their ideas and the deception in their life. Lord, we know that our mind is a stronghold that the devil want to attack. Therefore, please protect our mind, Lord, with the word of God. Renew our mind with your word all the time. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you. If you don't know Jesus, I would like to encourage you to give your life to Jesus Christ. The more I think about the Creator, the more I am convinced that the Creator exists. In fact, think about this: the evidences of the Creator is in front of your eyes all the time. When you look at another human being, there is no way that human being come into existence by accident or by explosion or by luck. There is a designer. Your body, your brain, your organs are so complex. There's no way that it just happened by chance. There is a designer. You are more complex than Boeing airplane, than iPhone or smartphone. And not only that, look at the universe. The universe can maintain you, help you to live. All this detail in the universe is the evidence of God's existence. There's no way the universe 
the stars and the sky, the sun, the moon, and you and the animals and beautiful tree and flower. Oh, I'm excited about the spring because we're going to see a lot of flowers soon. All these flowers did not happen by accident. God designed them. Please give your life to God. Pray with me. Repent of your sin and receive Jesus into your heart. Father in heaven, I want to return home. I want to be your child. Come back home to my daddy. Thank you, Lord Father, for sending Jesus, your son, into the world in a form of human to suffer for me, die for me, shed his blood for me. Lord Jesus, you were raised from the dead on the third day. I give my life to you. Come into my life, Lord. Help me, Lord, to win all spiritual warfare, to grow spiritually, to serve you, to live for you, Lord. And I, Lord, will experience your power, your grace, your favor, and your goodness, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow. Bless the Lord. Thank you so much. I hope to see you in person soon. God bless you. Thank you again for spending time with me in this teaching. Please listen to every series in detail again and again. You know, when you listen to a sermon first time, you may get 5%. You listen the second time, you get another 10%. So the more you listen, the more faith you have, the more understanding, the more revelation, the Holy Spirit will teach you. Please take serious about knowing the truth. You have the resources. New Hope International Church have produced resources for you to learn. So don't throw away that resource. And one day you will thank God that you know the truth and the truth set you free. God bless you. Pastor Dan, I loved you. And we believe that God really loved all of you. Amen. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. I'm so thirsty.